Hello and welcome seniors and senior parents. I wanted to go ahead and make a quick video podcast of our senior senior parent workshop from last night, uh, Tuesday, August 20th at from 5 to 6 p.m. We met, a group of us met, and a great group. We had the library filled up um, with seniors and senior parents, those who could make it, to do a little workshop together. This is my first inaugural senior parent workshop. My goal in this workshop and in this video is to get you comfortable um, knowing what's next. What things are we doing senior year at the school? Uh, what things do you need to be thinking about at home? Um, and just making sure that there's nothing either of us or your student is missing. So if you missed the meeting, I'd really like you to watch this. I'll make sure I get it out to everyone. I am Mrs. Watson, the school counselor. Um, I talked a little bit last night. It is not guidance counselor anymore. Our state, state national association has done away with the word guidance. Guidance counselor should not exist anymore. We get school counseling degrees now. Um, and the truth is we do a little bit of everything. We do guidance counselors used to do a lot of career guidance. Um, and we do a little bit of that in the school counseling office, but we do a lot of social, emotional, and mental health. Uh, we do college and career prep. We do behaviors. We do uh, 504 coordination. Um, and we do master scheduling, man. We make schedules for every kid and make sure they're aligned with their needs, wants, and hopes. So it is school counselor. Um, we did a little icebreaker last night. Uh, if you are ever in the school counseling office, you can see these pieces of paper. We have um, a big piece of paper with some questions you have regarding transitioning out of CHS. One thing that makes you nervous, both parents and students, and one thing that you are excited for. And they're super fun. I have them hanging in my office now. Um, I want to have real talk. Uh, some things that your senior year will be, you can expect, and some things that you need to not expect. And this is a really funny slide here, you guys. Yesterday morning, I decided that I needed to add to this slideshow um, a slide that that just tells parents especially because kids know the kids in my building know that i i see them for everything everything to make their schedule to help them with scholarships to help them emotionally but my parents don't always know that you guys and so i just thought it'd be really funny to show you what my day looked like yesterday tuesday morning um, for everything from my daycare drop-off to 7.20, having students lined up and having three voicemails, to 7.30, helping a student with a locker, then applying for dual credit, calling the college probably 500 times, um, everything to a panic attack that day. So there's an hour in my morning, as you can see, that I was behind closed doors with a student who just needed me and couldn't go to class for, for something that happened that morning outside of school. Um, so yeah, I just thought this was kind of funny. The next page goes on a little bit more about what I did that day. Um, everything to working with students with scholarships, um, writing a social security letter, to having our lieutenant here in town, the police department, come in and want to fill me in on something that's going on with a student and their family. Um, 1 p.m. I put shove protein bar in my mouth. Uh, I very often do not get to take lunch in my in my uh, role. 
I like to try, but it's hard. I'll just be honest. It's hard to have my door closed. Right now I'm doing this podcast and I have my door closed and I can see little eyes peeking in once in a while wishing that I was maybe had a door open. So um, working with students on scholarships and college is not all I do in a day. And I need parents to understand that because it might look different than when we were back in school. Um, Getting kids prepped for the ACT is not all I do. It's a part of what I do, but it's not all I do. And so I need seniors to have grace and understanding to know that I have over 250 kids in this building to care for, and only uh, 58 of them this year are working on scholarships in direct college prep. So with that being said, we just have to be proactive. Mrs. Watson is here for you, students, to help with scholarships and college prep. So is Mr. Ewing. So is Mr. Nobling. They are my rock star support group. Uh, but if you wait till the last minute to apply for a school or a scholarship, there's a chance that I might have a day like I've had today or yesterday that um, my door was shut because a student needed me and you were unable to get in, and that can be frustrating. So we have to be proactive and just know that um, that I am here to help. We have a team to help, but it might not happen that day if you put it off to the last minute. So it's just really important to know. So just what not to expect senior year is don't expect that Mrs. Watson, all she does is work on scholarships and work on college applications, because very that's very false. Um, so what I do to organize students for scholarship and transition success is so paramount and paired with these darn Chromebooks we got. This is beautiful thing. Nobody was happier than Mrs. Watson when the Chromebooks got rolled out because I'm going to show you my Google Calendar and I'm going to show you my Google Drive. Um, I have, first thing, I put every single, I actually have Aaliyah right now, Miss Brennan is putting scholarships into this Google Drive. So if students are eager to tar start applying for scholarships, I've got some for you. They are in there, they're ready to go. So I'm gonna go out of my presentation here and show you the Google Drive has been shared with every student and I tried to share it with every parent too. If I missed you, will you please shoot me an email and I will add you to this Google Drive. It is simple. It is called Scholarship Senior Information. I have this PowerPoint in it, but here, look at this. There are scholarships. I don't think there are any due in August. August, in the fall, there's not many due. I know for a fact there are some scholarships that last night I put in here for sep oh, nope, September. I think it's October. Let me pull that back up. In October, boom, there's two right there. Two scholarships due in October. So that's how this folder works. The other super important um, piece to this folder and what I have shared or tried to share with every student and parent is a link to the college planning calendar. So this calendar link doesn't have a lot on it yet because we don't have a lot of reps in our building or a lot of, um, or a lot of scholarship deadlines yet because it's so early in the school year. You're going to find that most of the scholarships are due, due in March or April, which makes those months a little bit stressful from time to time. So what you can do is link to this calendar. Right now you see a lot of my personal stuff, but it will add, it shows up in green for me, the Cardinal Counseling Google Calendar. So if you want to know as a, 
uh, we're going to make all the seniors do that. But it, as a parent, if you want to know when deadlines are approaching, go ahead and add that to your Google Calendar. If you have one, if you don't have a Google account, I would highly suggest making one um, just for the purpose of looking at some of these scholarships. Now, we are all different as parents. Parents, it is not your job to tell your kid when these deadlines are due. We will be um, communicating that. There's a calendar up in the hallway right outside of Mr. Ewing's. We're going to make them have that Google Calendar. Um, I think my philosophy is, is it's on them. Take some stress off your own plate and um, know that, that they will know when deadlines occur. There's no way they cannot um, with all this technology. And it sends reminders to their phone. What a beautiful thing. Reminders to phone and reminders to the Chromebook. The coolest thing we do right down here, ladies and gentlemen, Friday, 1.30 out, senior transition days. What happens then is Mr. Ewing and Mr. Nobling share their days with me on every 1.30 out. And either I give a presentation, I bring somebody in to give a presentation, Mr. Ewing or Mr. Nobling have something college prep planned, or we just work on scholarships. So every 1.30 out, you can uh, rest assured that in English and government, there will be um, some scholarships, some college prep time. I want to talk a little bit about my philosophy. I want to talk about the conversation I need you to have now as parents and students. I need you to go home tonight and I need you to talk about how much money is realistic for you to go to school with. So if you are like a lot of students and a lot of us adults and have to take out loans, you need to remember that you can only take out about $6,000 your first year in loans. So some schools, if there's, if you don't have a bunch of money to go to school and your parents aren't helping you out a whole lot, um, that's fine. Welcome to the club. We all survive just fine. But you, that you have to find a budget or a school under $6,000 because that is all that the federal government will give. You might qualify for some free money and we will know that when you do the FAFSA. But it is so important to have this conversation about money now because parents, what I can do with that conversation and what I can do with kids who understand that they have to search within their means or even maybe even they put Stanford on that search because guess what? Some of those best schools will, they'll match you full. So we can put schools, but we also then we put a money smart school on the goal and a safe money safety net school. So for a lot of us, that's Shattern State because it's very reasonable or WNCC. And it's nice to have that on the list to know, like, if I can't make these other schools work within that, whatever that number is, you know, maybe it's not $6,000. Maybe mom and dad are willing to, to send you with $5,000 a year. So $5,000, four years is $20,000. It's a ton of money. So maybe mom and dad are willing to do that. So with that $5,000 that they're giving and with the $6,000 you can take out in loans, you have a little bit more of a budget for 11. Now we're still gonna put a safety school, a financially safe school on the list, like a Wayne State, Shattern State, WNCC, Peru State, something like that. So, because maybe you don't want student debt. Maybe you wanna go within your means even more and those schools give great scholarships. So. I need you to have the money conversation talk now. Parents, I need you to get together, if there's two of you in the house, and decide what are we willing 
to give? Are we going to pay for their car insurance, health insurance? Are we going to send mo send money for um, snacks and food? Are we going to help them? What are we going to help them with? What can we afford to help them with? What morally do we want to? Um, do we want them to have ownership? And by ownership, does that mean paying some other way? You need to decide as a family what that looks like for you and please have that talk early it makes a senior year so much easier um, there is nothing worse than like heartbroken expectations when reality crashes with maybe what we thought would be possible so it's good to have it now that keeps it in the back of their mind um, and it just helps the the process of where deciding where to apply uh, let's talk about the act seniors get your tails registered right now for the October ACT. I know it's expensive. I know it's $50. If you are free and reduced, come to my office. I will give you a fee waiver. I don't have them yet, but they should be in the mail. I should have them here within the next week or two. You need to take more ACTs. That ACT score could be the difference between 10 tens of thousands of dollars and I don't care if you're sitting at a 17 and that means getting a 19 and getting out of transitional studies classes or if that means um, the difference between a 25 and a 29 or a 29 and a 30 and that might be a full ride at Lincoln okay at least full tuition so you need to take October ACT for sure that's my philosophy December ACT I also would take most schools will take December ACT. Some schools, for example, Wayne State, will not take the December ACT. They are done with their ACTs after the October one. You can look into what schools you're interested in and what ACT they will take, but most will take the December also. I love October because most of you are either in a, if you're smart, you're either in a math or an English class right now, both direct correlation with better ACT scores. Uh, the October and December will be paper pencil ACTs. You all got a chance to take an online ACT. Some kids do better online and some kids do better paper pencil. So you'll get a shot at both of those. Um, parents, this next one, reminders, okay? Reminders don't work, has to be self slash goal driven. This is the biggest reason I want you to have the money conversation now because reminding a kid to fill out a scholarship does not work unless they know why they need it. Okay, so that's where that conversation comes in, in handy. Please don't call me, parents, and ask me to pull your kid out of class and remind them to fill out a scholarship. I am reminding them. I am in the announcements. I am in their English and government classrooms. Mr. Nobling and Ewing have it on the board. We have a calendar in the hallway. Reminders don't work. I have done it. I have pulled kids out of class to remind them that, you know, and their parents called. It, reminders don't work. So what works is having a student have a self-driven goal and maybe just checking in from time to time on how they're doing, like actually seeing what they've produced. Uh, we are giving them time in class. There is zero excuses to not produce some scholarships this year. Kids like to talk themselves out of doing scholarships because doing scholarships flat out sucks. It's not fun. Um, they like to talk themselves out, negative self-talk that, oh, I won't get it anyway. So-and-so's a better student than me. And then they don't put their their name in the hat for some things because it's hard. Um, the goals at the beginning of the year, 
some goals on how many we're going to try to complete, when they're going to be completed, maybe having a few manila envelopes at your house so you can mail them. The school does not have enough manila envelopes to supply the whole senior class if they all do 20 scholarships with manila envelopes. So that's something you might need to have at home and ready to go. Um, but please, I will bless you for calling me and asking you to do that. I've given your students so many reminders. It's kind of almost a kick in the teeth for me to get those phone calls just because I am trying as hard as you are. I'm trying every day. Mr. Ewing and Mr. Nobling are bending their backs over backwards to, to help these kids. Um, so trust me, they're getting reminders. I'm not just not certain reminders always work. The best resource is the ones we give you. So right here, I say the World Wide Web sucks. You can Google scholarship searches on the web till you go blue in the face. I've spent the last six years of my life trying. The best resources are the ones that we give you in those Google Drive fo folders. Or maybe you get them from a boss at work or someone you know. Like maybe grandpa was in a club, Elks Club, and they gave him a scholarship or told him to give one to you. Um. The best resources are the ones we give you. Trust me, they're tested and true. Kids get money. I have seen kids try for every online scholarship. They usually are just like raff, more like raffles than they are anything else. So the ones we put out there are the best. This site is called Scholarship Quest. I'm going to make every senior get an account. And I just want you to know there are like 150 pages of scholarships on that site. And they're all Nebraska ones. So they don't all qualify for us because a lot of it's Eastern Nebraska. But it is a very cool site. And I want them to be checking that often. I said reminders don't work. But my next is bribe them whenever possible. I'm just teasing about that. I have a very cool shirt that I will give every senior. It's a long sleeve dry fit cardinal shirt and I have a punch card and I'm going to make them fill out about six scholarships and do the FAFSA and attend some college reps to get that shirt. So I am bribing your students. I have found that that does work for me <laughs> and so I'm all about it. I'm all about whatever works. And then we have some programs for you that I want you to attend. Um, I would like every senior and senior parent to attend the financial aid program September 10th. That will be all about the FAFSA, all right? And, and financial aid, government aid, what you can claim, those kind of things. Three new events we're hosting or in the fall here are called Transition to College, September 23rd, 30th, and October 7th. We will be helping... Um, students and parents maybe who have never done this process make the transition it will be super fun uh, mrs heather berry and i will be doing it there will be breakout sessions where the students go in one room and the parents go in the other we will be doing work you will not be talked at the whole time it hopefully will be engaging and fun and then the last thing i want you to know is we have our fafsa appointments october 7th and 8th at the high school um there is a number and I will pump it out in an email that you need to call to get an appointment. So if you want a professional, it's kind of like getting a free professional tax advice. If you want Andrew, who is our professional education quest guru, to come in and do your FAFSA with you, basically he does it for you, um, then you can call and make an appointment. They, they fill up fast. So I will put that number um, out to the world. I gave, if you came to the meeting, you got it early, but I'm going to put that number out to the world today to make those appointments. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about is there are two books that we have, and 
I've got, uh, I'm looking at them right now, about eight copies. And Mr. Ewing has about eight and Mr. Nobling has about eight of The Naked Roommate. Um, and there's this book called The Naked Roommate for Parents Only. You guys, this book is gold. It talks about everything from feeling uncomfortable your first week and expecting the unexpected to what if you have a very awkward roommate experience to drugs and alcohol to how do you set boundaries with your parents and with your student are you going to contact each other every day are you going to contact each other once a week is it going to be texts is it going to be phone calls is it going to be emails it is awesome these books are gold they're pretty cheap on amazon if you're at all interested i would really encourage you to uh pick up copies and go um, through some of these together and you know maybe the, the student reads The Naked Roommate and the parent reads The Four Parents Only and uh, and talk about it later. But it's fun. Kids love to read this. We tell stories and we read out loud from a few of, of them, especially the roommate stuff. I'm going to tell you, my heart is breaking about college roommate situation. I have never had so many students pay an extra $4,000 to get a single room that I did last year or refuse to live at the dorms altogether because they're terrified of living with someone they don't know. Um, for me, the money to get a single room, to pay to get a single room, um, to, to avoid an awkward experience is money wasted. I think I'm very adamant about living in a freshman dorm don't go and get live in the fancy dorm if you can live in the freshman dorm and get a roommate and if it's not a great experience you're going to learn from that experience you're going to learn how to deal with people um, most of the time though it is a great experience and even if you don't end up being best friends with your roommate that's another person that you know that you didn't know um, i i am i am struggling with this we're paying so much money to have all these single rooms kind of situations in college. It's isolating. We're wondering why our students are having problems with mental and social emotional health. Um, I think it's all paired together. So the more isolated we are, the more we're going to struggle with that and the more our kids are going to struggle with that. So I am not a huge fan of the single room. I would like you to have the adversity of having a roommate and it could just be a blessing. It could be a huge blessing. Uh, the other thing I have to note, and I didn't write it down, we do have a college fair coming to Shadron on September 10th. I will take all seniors up there from 9 to 1030, and I will send out permission slips for that as well uh, for them to go. I will also invite my juniors, anyone that wants to go, um, maybe even sophomores this year, to that college fair September 10th. Thank you guys for tuning in. I tried to keep it short. We answered some, had some question answer sessions at the meeting, but since we are doing this one online, go ahead and email me or call. Uh, emails lonnie.watson at shatternschools.net. Phone number 308-432-0725 if you have any questions. Thank you guys um, for watching all the way through.